Good evening, everyone. This is the Mystery Book Club discussion, uh, sponsored by uh, Accessible World. My name is Ann Parsons, and we are discussing The Killings at Badger's Drift by uh, Carolyn Graham. And as I usually do at this time, I want to know, did you like the book? Did you not like the book? And why? So I'll let you go first, and then I'll give you my opinion. This is Alan, and I'll chime in to say today's February 26, 2017, so the archive will have the date at the top of it. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Uh, 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 leave it to a, a British author to, to mix incest into the mix. Uh, I thought that was a. Uh, I was surprised by the ending, and uh, but I, I I thought the story was 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 very well done. It kept my interest. I really liked the 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 Barnaby character. He was a he he was a, a great main character, and uh, uh, the story flowed. Uh, kept my interest. I, I thought the uh, uh, there was enough. Uh, uh, Jumping around from characters to characters to keep it to keep it interesting and uh, yeah I thought I thought it was I thought it was very well done I, I very much enjoyed it so thanks for recommending this one and Anne hit a home run in my opinion on this book I I think I said when this book was assigned or I, we we approved it that I feared uh, English police procedures because they're so slow you know they're always sipping tea and doing nothing. And but this this had action. It moved very nicely. Boy, it's hard to find people I liked in this this book. I, we will get to who do we like, who we, who do we we didn't like. Uh, just the evil brother uh, and sister, I guess. And um, it just took a step by step through who did it. I was surprised by the ending, but I'm, I always am usually. But she went into incest. Oh my goodness! And that poor nice lady who wanted a better orchid than her friend. That's how it starts, and she gets murdered. Uh, I'm not even sure what you guys can advise me. It's been a while since I read it. If she saw anything, she knew something was going on, but I don't know that she said it's Michael and Catherine doing their thing or whatever. But uh, the way they killed her, oh, my goodness. Anyway, it was a great book. I didn't know if it was going to be an old Western, Badger's Drift, the killings, but it was a... Great English novel, and the author really developed. I love Barnaby. He's real, you know. He's real, and uh, he was just great. Well, I think it was an okay book. My first first thing I didn't like is I wish they'd used an author who could produce an English accent. That might have made things better. And yes... Um, the orchid lady did, in fact, see and recognize the incestuous couple. Um, I. The uh, other thing is, I had real trouble believing that an entire town could be blackmailed by one woman. Um, and. I just, well, as I've said before, I have to find a character I could connect with, and I just couldn't find anybody that I felt was worth connecting with. Um, 
Barnaby was trying, but I just couldn't connect with him. And I just, like I said, I just couldn't connect. And if I don't connect, I don't like the story. I generally don't like the story. Well, I probably would come down somewhere in the middle about this book. Um, On the one hand, there were a lot of things that I liked. I liked Barnaby. I liked the interaction between Barnaby and his sergeant, who I thought was hilarious. And that part of it was very good. I felt, though, like that there were cheap tricks that were played in the book. And that's one of my pet peeves with mysteries. Um, I hate it when it's like you know that the main character, the detective, has figured out what's going on, but they just don't give you enough information to really be able to figure out what it is that they know. So that kind of ticked me off. And I really do not like the very first scene in the book for there to be a situation like the one that was there where the woman recognized it, and it was clear that she knew who and what was going on, but you did not know what it was. It's like, that's just cheating to me. So those were a couple of anti-things, but I do enjoy British mysteries, and so in that part of it, I liked it in general, but I'm not, I might read another one of these just to see what another one is like, but if it doesn't, um, if it's not better, I probably wouldn't continue to read the series. Well, uh, since I recommended it, I obviously like the book. But the reason I liked the book was because of the characters. I love um, books where you get all kinds of different characters. I liked Barnaby and his sidekick. And, you know, because the sidekick was there just to kind of provide humorous relief because he's so ding-batty, you know. <laughs> um, and I liked, uh, of course, I liked the, the lady in the beginning who was murdered. I liked her, and I liked her friend, um, the gal who tells Barnaby that there really is something going on. She doesn't know what, but she knows there's something wrong because her friend, you know, would never have have um, uh, just come home and not said anything about the orchid, um, and so you know I I really like that part, and yes that that lady who was who was uh, <laughs> blackmailing the whole town my word I mean, you know it's just like golly whiz. Where can you find uh, people who are are that bent? I mean, <laughs> it's just oh, that's just terrible. Um, I mean, you know that that this woman would deliberately set out to to uh, find out all of the secrets of the whole town and then hold them over their heads and and blackmail them. That that was just bizarre, but. Um, I mean, I was really surprised about the ending. Um, and, you know, of course I can see why, you know, the, the first lady was murdered because she she actually did see and identify who was uh, cavorting in the woods, so to speak. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I really liked it. And, uh, I thought it was good. So, um, I know some of you have mentioned characters. Uh, any particular characters stand out? Any? Oh, I'm sorry, Ann. I'll back off and let you finish there. It clicked on here. Well, uh, I think Ann was about done. Uh, I, I really liked, I think her name was Lucy. I really liked her interaction. Uh, I mean, she obviously was 80 years old, and she had the wisdom on her side, the wisdom of age and stuff. And I really liked her interaction with, with Barnaby and stuff because she wasn't, she wasn't really taking a lot of no's for answers and stuff, and she, she was real good about uh, uh, stating her opinions and stuff. And I, I thought that that portrayal was very well done. And I, I very much enjoyed, I think it was Bob Askey that narrated, and I thought he did an excellent job. I mean, uh, I, 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 I'd much rather him read it like he did than to try to do a do a British accent and, and do it poorly. So uh, uh, I, I thought the narration uh, went went right along with the book and stuff. So, uh, uh, but and I, and I also thought the, the the character, of course, that woman that that was blackmailing the town was horrible. But man, uh, I, I really liked the, the the author did a very good job of drawing her and her interaction with her son. What was just I, I mean I could just, I could just feel it uh, happening and stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, I was kind of shuddering the way they were with each other, but uh, uh, it was it was uh, very well done, and I, I you know I enjoyed reading those parts stuff, even even though she was horrible. But uh, uh, I guess those are the the main characters that stand out in in my mind. Well, I, I want you to explain something. I, I'm going to read the beginning of it again. I don't remember her racing through the woods saying it was Michael and Catherine. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And then later, they had tea with her. Catherine, wasn't it? With the hemlock, of course. But why would, I guess I'm kind of dumb here, but why would she sit down with her, you know, let her in her home? And then Michael visits her. Apparently, he admitted that he visited her. And um, I know what you all say, that she knew who it was. Uh, Is this just to fool us even more? I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. The blackmail was a stretch, but in a small village, uh, anything's possible. You know, I mean, and I, I'm only surprised that she wasn't killed earlier. You know, that Michael finally got her and he killed her. And she and Dennis, oh, my God, that was sickening. But, you know, my mummy and God knows what they did together. You know, but that's just ever, ever bizarre. The doctor was incredibly, I hated him. He was awful. And Barbie Oh, my God. The typical, you know, I'm going to get a, this old guy to marry me. Uh, and Judy, the ugly duckling who falls in love with Michael and he uses her, uh, all that stuff. Uh, you know, some of the, the characterization was pretty clear. And Barnaby teaching his sergeant and thinking, well, and they always say in mysteries, uh, the detective, I know who did it. Let's have lunch and I'll tell you down the road or, you know, get everybody together in a, in a week and I'll tell you who did it. And uh, you know, that's something that's just done. I, I know you guys are saying you don't like it. It's I hear it a lot of mysteries. Uh, it's not when the detective, some of them find out right at the end as well. But um, Barnaby seemed to, he said, I've solved it. Well, if you solved it, then let's, let's get these two uh, kids. Let's get them there. Um, I think that's all I have to say, but I enjoyed it. And I would read another book by her. Well, the only character... <clears throat> I liked was Lucy Bellringer, who was the friend of the murder victim. 
Um, and I agree with you, Bob. I don't understand why the woman would let the girl in and after seeing something like that. Um, and I, the only, I mean, I don't have any objections to Bob Askey, but I think it would have been done, it would have been better if it had been an English uh, uh, reader who can do an English accent. Uh, I'm kind of positive about Barnaby, but, um, you know, I think this is one of the few books I've ever seen where I didn't feel really strongly about, well, strongly positive about any character. I felt strongly negative about a lot of them. Well, I think probably, uh, Bob, if the author had written it the and said, and had her running through the woods and saying, oh my God, oh my God, it's Michael and Catherine, uh, the whole story would have been pointless. Um, so what the author does is have her know who was cavorting and, uh, uh, <laughs> um, and she probably figured she would invite them in for tea because... Um, she was trying to to play a game, and she figured she hadn't been seen, but she had been seen. So that was her undoing. But she she figured she'd just try to play it out, and you know, not say anything, be the the quintessential lady, and just uh, ignore. Ignore unpleasantnesses or, or unpleasantnesses. Hmm, is that a word? Well, ignore unpleasantness as is one of the the things that characterized, you know, these Victorian ladies, and she was that, um, even though it took place in the in the twentieth century. Um, you know, she was the quintessential older lady of class who you know would just ignore unpleasant things and she figured she was safe because she hadn't been seen so that's how come and the author uses that as a as a device i think throughout the whole thing in other words you know if you you had known what she knew in the beginning then there would be no point to the whole story so that's kind of where my mind was working. I don't know about the rest of you. No, it's a good. I I, I hear you, Anne, and you're you're right. I don't mean to beat this to death, but okay. She sees them, and they're chasing her through the woods. And you could say, well, they didn't know it was her. Well, they absolutely did. Michael said later, oh no, is it that she didn't realize they knew who she was when they almost chased her to her cottage? They were right on the edge of the field, and then suddenly they fell back, and she ran in her in her house. Uh, but I mean, I guess she believed that they didn't see her, but boy, she was sure running as an old lady, but they did. They could outrun her. I like Lucy. I don't, I want to hear what anybody doesn't like about it. Marshall couldn't connect. You couldn't connect with Lucy a little bit. I think she was marvelous. She got the, the inspector on the case. She dug in. She was discouraged like we were at times. 
And then at the end, um, the inspector explained it to her. I think she was marvelous, uh, Lucy. These other guys, it's hard to find anybody. I didn't like Judy, the librarian, or whatever she was. She was, she, uh, wanted to be the doctor, and she probably ended the, the doctor's hostess when Barbie walked out. I loved it when Barbie walked out on him finally. He thought he had her as a slave and all that, and uh, uh, now he's left with Judy again. I think unpleasant trees is the word you're looking for, Ann. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, like Ann said, I, I think the the implication was that she saw the couple uh, – but didn't didn't think that they had seen her, uh, you know, because she was she was kind of hidden behind a hedge, and I, I'm not really sure how much detail they went in. And I think at some point there was something said about maybe her being revealed, but uh, 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 that's really the only thing that makes any sense. Otherwise, if because she was obviously upset by what she saw, and she went home and called that that suicide line or whatever to try to talk to somebody, and why she would have let somebody in her house. If she knew that she had seen them, and uh, that really doesn't wash. So uh, I'm assuming she was just, she made a mistake and it cost her her life. I think I remember something about when she first saw them, she swayed or something, and the branches made noise, and they that's when they turned and saw her. Yes, I did like Lucy Bellringer, um, but she was only in the story a little bit and for a while I was afraid she was going to do something dumb and get killed as well um, but anyway that's all I can think of to say I was a, bit, a little bit afraid that she was going to get killed too I kept thinking that that might happen and I was glad it didn't because I, I liked Lucy too um, I think that at one point when she was being, or she felt like she was being chased, um, she convinced herself that they had seen who she was. And that was the reason that she felt safe enough to let them in. Although, even had she known, how would you expect somebody to kill you because you'd seen something like that? I mean, you might be embarrassed, you might be a lot of things, but to think that somebody's going to try to kill you is another story completely. So maybe maybe that's not such a big deal after all. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention about the lady who was the one that was the blackmailing mother, my next-door neighbor when I was a child was not evil by any means. She was actually a very sweet person. But let me tell you, she knew everything that was going on in the neighborhood that I lived in. She know she knew every car that should go by. She knew whose car it was. She knew exactly what time she expected it to go by. And if it didn't go by, she would note it. And if it did go by and it was an odd time, she would note it. She knew who would walk down the street and when they would walk down the street. And so she, that scrupulous attention to detail in a very small community is a very common behavior and it's just really that this particular woman and her son were were their personalities were such that they were not only nosy they were or at least she was nosy but they were both very much dishonest people as well 
So I'm, I didn't find that too particularly um, unbelievable, like I say. Um, it was interesting living beside somebody that knew everything about everything you did, let me tell you. Um, the, obviously, she couldn't, obviously, the author couldn't have revealed the people who were involved in the uh, shenanigans at the beginning of the book without without destroying the plot of the book. And I understand that. I just, that's just one of those things that's a pet peeve for me more than it is anything else. I just, I, it's not the best choice for the way to plot a book, in my opinion. Let's put it that way. Um, other than that, I thought it was, I thought the characters were wonderful in general. Every Even the ones that I didn't like were interesting and amusing and very well thought out and the way that all of it um, played together as far as the personalities and the things that happened were concerned what I thought was really masterful I do too I agree Deb and I uh, I can appreciate a little bit the blackmail I don't know about the whole town I don't know how big the village was but my wife comes from a little town in Iowa and the circle the circle's powerful. I mean, it goes all over their church. The, the church women knew everything about everybody. And my, we have in our mobile park, I could, I won't list them. One guy, I'm glad. He says, I watch everything. I says, good. If any bad guys, I'm not doing anything. But he, they know everything. I could get the history of the whole, I have. I've had walked away and thanked them. You know, I've talked to them. Well, I've got to go now. But they give you the whole history of the park and who's married with who and who's not married with who. It's possible, but I don't know how big the village was. But I want to just say Again. this, that remember, remember, she let them in and as a lady, but they realized that they couldn't let her live because she would tell everybody that Catherine is marrying this, this old guy, that you know, whatever his name was, who she was going to probably kill. Barnaby was right there. They, they would have killed him. But he was about 55. He was older than her. And she was, what, 20? That marriage would have been ruined. Michael would have been ruined, you know, because she had said they were having incest together. That probably was a big no-no in town. Nobody just, even though they knew Dennis was a little interesting and his mother, they guessed it probably. But um, so uh, when I'm, I guess what I'm saying is they had to kill her. And she was a lady and thought, I guess maybe she scolded them. I don't know, or said, they won't kill me. It's not that bad, but it was bad to those two, and it was sad. Uh, and Victorian women who see murders, and the murderer sees them, better head for the police and not just say, I'm, I'm a lady, they'll never do it to me. Oh, no, they will. Well, you know, to blackmail, to have somebody blackmailing enough to get somebody, uh, oh, trying to remember the brand of the car it's you know it's not it isn't like like a inexpensive car it's a fairly high priced car i just have trouble that there wouldn't be one person in the village that that happened to that wouldn't go to the police um and say hey this is happening um and I don't know. I I do kind of think that the lady set herself up. 
because uh, I don't know if I would let I wouldn't let anybody I didn't know into my house, and I'm not sure how many people I know that I'd let into my house anymore. Oh dear. Well, I promise not to go and and visit uh, Salt Lake City and call you and say, "Hey, I'm in your area." Um, I promise not to do that. But anyway, um, <laughs> anywho, but I know what you mean. I I do know what you mean, Marshall. I mean, there are some people that uh, that I know that I wouldn't want, you know, in my house. But uh, well. I just I just found the whole interaction between all the characters fascinating. And I just enjoy this this kind of thing because the the uh the small town is the microcosm of the whole world, you know, and it's just you know, that's that's what makes these things fun. And so I I enjoyed it. Um all right. Any other comments on our book? I was just going to say, well, ultimately, the only way to defeat a blackmailer is uh, you, you've got to be willing to uh, be exposed, and uh, uh, whatever secret you're trying to protect can't be so incriminating or so devastating to to, to you that uh, you're not willing for it to, to be exposed. That's the only way to beat those people. Otherwise, they're going they're going to bleed you dry. But uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, <laughs> she she obviously kept meticulous notes and had a real good set of Zeiss binoculars. So she uh, apparently she had gotten whatever uh, enough dirt that she that she needed to 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 to, to finance her uh, her doings. So uh, yeah, one of the things I loved about her was that she was she would take two pounds or free wood or whatever or. A brand new sports car for her son. I mean, whatever she could get, she was going to take. That was pretty. I had to admire her for her willingness to take what she could get. Um, the um, the thing that I wanted to point out I, when we were talking about how there were all these implications from the from the um, sister and brother pair. Just the fact that they were um, cavorting together in and of itself was a bit of a scandal, but it wasn't a life or death scandal as opposed to all of the other stuff. I mean, it was like, well, they were planning, you know, they were plotting to be able to get the money from the, from the guy that the woman was going to marry. And, you know, there was already this, a whole string of things, the woman that had been murdered before and everything like that, that were not obvious from the fact that she observed them in the woods. So she just really was seeing the tip of the iceberg. And that may have, uh, you know, that may have made it be, seem a lot less like such a big deal to her. I mean, I'm sure she was offended by the whole thing and horrified. In fact, clearly she wouldn't talk to anybody that she knew about it, which would have been a pretty good clue to all of us as we were reading it, that there was some kind of... Um, extra amount of oomph to the seriousness of what she saw other than just that somebody was having an affair with somebody. But, you know, that, and that was really kind of a good 
I guess that would almost be like an anti-red herring or something. Um, I'm not sure, which I thought that was clever. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But other than that, I, you know, I don't really think that it would be that alarming to me to have to have seen something like that and feel like that nobody knew that I knew about it. And then one of them, especially the woman, come for a visit. So anyway, that's the only other thing I had to say. I have two and then I'm done. One, I think it is a life thing to them. Catherine would have lost the wealth. She was poor. And this, this old guy, as dumb as he was, oh, I love you, Catherine, all this stuff, he would have kicked her out. And Michael would have been, he he probably would lose less, I would think. But he he wanted to protect Catherine. They wanted the money to go live in Europe. So you and I, Deb, might not think, well, I wouldn't kill anybody for all that. But these guys were both sick, you know, and so forth. And this had a little village, although what was it, 1980 or something? It sounds like almost 1775, but... It was a little village uh, attitude about things. In California, anything goes. We see it all, right? I mean, that's the way it is. New York, probably no problem. It's, okay, well, go for it, guys. You don't need to kill anybody, you know. But um, um, And she would have told Lucy. She she would have told somebody. They knew. Everybody. I would have guessed that. Lucy would have got it, told people, and then that woman would have got it. Dennis's mother, whatever her name, that evil woman would have got it. So uh, it would have ruined them in the village that Michael and Catherine, that's who I'm talking about. They perceived that it would. So anyway, and secondly, Bob Alsky could read anything. He's outstanding, but I don't like, I wouldn't like him to do a British accent with my hearing when Marcia, Martha Harmon Pardee, God love her, did a, a British one. It took me half the book to figure her out. That's me. You guys can hear her, but if you're going to have an English accent, it ought to be read by an English reader. Uh, like Jim Dale, guys like uh, and, uh, Stephen Fry is another one. But, uh, you know, you get into the drift of their language. But Bob Askey, when he read it, I said, oh, boy, this will be good. So uh, that was that's just me. I think this was set in 1987. That, for some reason, that, that date's sticking in my mind. Hopefully that's right. I think you're probably right, Alan. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I love, um, you know, good narrators who have... Uh, British accents. My all-time favorite, and I know I've probably said this before, my all-time favorite British narrator was Alan Haynes. And, oh, man. I have a couple of things that I've saved that were done by him. But, ah, you know, him and uh, Alexander Scorby. I mean, those two... um, are just stars in my book. Um, but anyway. All right. Anybody else have anything on this book? I agree totally on Alan Haynes, David Copperfield, and Scorby is God. He could read anything. I, I, I had a question about the book. Is this the very first one of these books? Because I thought I saw at, like at the beginning somewhere that this was the first, but then the way that it read, it made me think that maybe this wasn't the first when I was out in the middle of the book. Oh, I don't know, Deb. I've, I'm, I'm not the, uh, one of these series-bound people, and I happened to download this book, and I read it, and I liked it, so I recommended it, and I don't know. I honestly don't. Um, so many books these days are part of series, and 
you know, um, some people are um, very, uh, well, whatever the word is, about starting series at the beginning and going all the way through. And I've just never been like that. I, I figure if I need to catch up, I can always do that. But um, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Well, I agree. It's not that I care about it in that respect. I was just wondering if this was his first novel, and if it was, I could cut him some slack because of the plotting stuff that I was complaining about uh, more than if it was something that was plunked down in the middle of his series. That's all. That's the only reason I cared. Oh, okay. Well, it's a she. It's Caroline Graham. Um, But, okay, so... I haven't read anything of note this month. Uh, I've read some good fantasy, but that won't help you guys. Um, so is there anything that you guys have read this month or whenever that you would recommend for next month? I don't, but Alan, did, did you have somebody knows me or something? Uh, I downloaded it for some reason. And uh, you may want, if, if, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I think you brought it up last time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've not read this, but it, it, it was in the, the, the most popular section on, on Bard. It's called Somebody I Used to Know by David Bell, and it's DB85246. Uh, Let's see if that's right. Yeah, 85246. So, uh, uh, like I said, I don't know if it's good or not, but, uh, you know, it, it's in the most popular section. It's like nine hours, 47 minutes, and uh, it, it, it caught my attention. It's read by Mark Delgado, which I, I think I like. I think I've read him before, uh, his narration before, and it's uh, it caught my attention. It, you know, it, it's, it, it's labeled suspense fiction, so I figured it would fit, so uh, I'll just throw it out again. Anybody else? Well, it sounds like uh, we have... One suggestion. Um, no other suggestions. Um, well, I haven't seen the uh, the the uh, synopsis, so I don't know what it's all about. But somebody I used to know by David Bell. All right. Um, anybody got any objections? Usually, if it's a suspense book, it's not my favorite, but I'm willing to read it if that's what everybody wants to do. Let's go for it. Okay. Somebody I Used to Know by David Bell. And according to my calculations, uh, we should be meeting on the 26th of March, because March is the same as February this year. Um. So, unless uh, anybody else has any um, anything else, that's when we're meeting. We're meeting on the 26th of March at 5 o'clock EDT, which will be Eastern Daylight Time by the time we get to that month, or that day anyway, um, I think. Isn't uh, the changeover like the first or second week in March or something? I keep meaning to ask Google, but I keep forgetting. Um, but I think that's what it is. So, um, anybody else have anything? That isn't Easter. I can never. Easter is the one holiday I can never keep track of. Uh, well, we'll certainly be in daylight saving time by 
by March 26. I don't know what day Easter is this year. It's based on the lunar calendar. I've never been able to keep up with it either. Uh, but thanks for everybody's comments today. I enjoyed the discussion, and uh, I'm looking forward to our, our next one. So uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday.